0: If you want to see a revival, do revival-like things. Greg Laurie, Jesus Revolution Welcome to the Revisions History Podcast. Where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and let me set the scene for you. It's a time of war overseas and near civil war at home. Racial tensions, economic inequality, riots, crime, and political malfeasance have brought the nation to the brink. The older generation is at odds with the younger generation, not understanding their music, their clothes, or their new language people over 50 long for the good old days while those under 30 rage against the machine i'm talking about life in 2023 right wrong this is america circa 1970. in their book jesus revolution how god transformed an unlikely generation and how we can do it again today greg Laurie and evelyn vaughn show us in stark detail that there truly is nothing new under the sun and history does indeed repeat itself. This is more than than a somewhat nostalgic chronicle of the failures of a bygone era. It's a reminder of an event that swept America in the late 1960s and early 1970s that is virtually forgotten today. Those who were a part of it called it the Jesus Movement. In June 1971, Time Magazine labeled it the Jesus Revolution. It's likely you've not heard of this book though you may have heard of the film version that was recently released. It received a fair amount of press simply because Kelsey Grammer, of Frasier fame, plays the role of Pastor Chuck Smith. I haven't seen the film yet, though I plan to watch it tonight on Amazon Prime since I'm home from the wilderness for a few days. So I'll not be commenting on that. I did recently finish the book though, and it's one I highly recommend to everyone, whether you're Christian or not. Don't let the title put you off. It obviously has a religious theme, but it also recounts a period of our history that, as you can tell from my introduction, is repeating itself even now. In a way, the book tells two historical stories and one biographical one. You get the history of America during a turbulent and formative era, and the history of the last great religious revival our country has seen. There have been other revivals here, including the First Great Awakening in the 1730s, the Second Great Awakening in the early 1800s, the Fulton Street, Revival of 1857 in New York City, and the Azusa Street Revival of 1906 in Los Angeles. Those however, are all far in the past. Many of the people who experienced the Jesus Revolution of the 1960s and 70s are still alive today. One of those people is co-author Greg Laurie, and his story forms the biographical aspect of the book. He was a teen at the start of the Jesus Movement in Southern California. And that movement shaped his life to the present day. As a 20-year-old former hippie, he founded Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California in 1973 with a handful of people. Today he leads the same church, which now has over 15,000 members across multiple locations. Including Lori's personal story in the narrative elevates the book from a mere history to something more. Reading about facts, dates, and such Can be interesting especially for a history nut like me. Hearing the experience of someone who lived through those times gives both an immediacy to the story while making it relatable at the same time. Without getting into too much detail Lori and Vaughn tell the story far better than I can. The Jesus movement was born at roughly the same time the hippies in California and elsewhere but mainly California We're waking up to the fact that LSD, free love, sleeping on the street, and scrounging for food in garbage cans had brought neither the societal change nor the personal enlightenment the excellent music of the day had promised. Many of those disillusioned former hippies became Christians and were derisively labeled Jesus freaks by their former comrades. As this new generation of believers merged, collided would be a more accurate word, with the established churches, Christianity America, was changed forever. To say more would take away from the enjoyment of either a story you've never heard before or one you lived through but haven't thought about in decades. Just remember that back then Time Magazine didn't put just anyone on the cover and had never put Jesus there before so this was obviously a big deal, even bigger than when they put Springsteen there four years later. So check out Jesus Revolution, but read the book before watching the film. I can assure you it's worth your time. And there's no better time than now, because, depending on when you're listening to this, Amazon just put the Kindle version on sale for $3.99. That's less than a Venti Caramel Macchiato from Starbucks, and the benefits will last a lot longer. That's our episode for today. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.